Hello and welcome to the Cambridge Writing Retreat's brand new podcast, 30 Poets. We can't run our courses or retreats at the moment, so we've been thinking of other ways we can stay in touch and inspire you, even if we can't see you face to face. And what better way, we thought, to bring a little sanity into these crazy times than by having some fabulous first-class poets read their poems. So, throughout the month of flaming June, we're going to light your little lockdown fires with a daily poem. You can also read the poems on our website, cambridgewritingretreat.com. We think it always adds an important dimension to see the poem on the page as well as hear it. This way you can ponder on the form and the line breaks and the layout while listening to the poet read their work in their own intimate and inimitable way. A full list of all the poets taking part this month is on our website and Facebook page where you can also read a little more about them and in some cases see videos of them reading, so please do take a look. We'd like to say a huge thank you to all the poets who've taken the time to record their poems for us. It's been a pleasure working with you and we're delighted with the results. Thanks too to Harlow Arts and Entertainment for allowing us to use their music, Awaken. Poetry is a gift of truth from the heart of the poet, wrapped up in words. We hope you'll enjoy and treasure each and every one of these beautifully crafted gems. Our poem today is actually a prose poem. It's by Cambridge poet Jane Monson. Jane is the editor of two anthologies of contemporary British prose poetry, This Line Is Not For Turning, and British prose poetry, The Poems Without Lines. Her poetry collections include Speaking Without Tongues and The Shared Surface, both published by Cinnamon Press. Her poem is called The Beam of Light, and it won second prize in the Café Writers 2012 competition. And it was, she says, inspired by an episode of The Clangers, featuring a radio and soup dragon soup. Beam of Light It doesn't appear to have a mouth, so how do you propose we feed it? The small boy makes his point, hands waving about his head. Today there is no school, and they have time to work this out. The boy sighs, brings his hands down towards his head and scratches. His friend moves his gaze purposefully between the boy and the table. The box in the kitchen has been speaking all morning. It's wire grate radiating announcements, music, news, plays, weather and nature. The words are formed inside, though how do they leave the box and land in the kitchen? They don't know what to call it, whether to hold it, dissect it or make it listen. But they do decide it's hungry. On approach, however, the thing slips between stations and throws out the full charge of a river at storm. They scream, jump, hide under the table and creep out only when the enemy loses consciousness. One tiny hand emerges like a shy puppet, fills a button, turns it anti-clockwise and lands on the weather report. They learn of the sun outside the window, watch the way its light gives a thing a shadow and hear the clouds that will smother it by the afternoon. Thank you for listening to today's poem. We hope it gave you food for thought and a little solace in these strange times. We'd like to hear what you think of the poem, so please leave us your kindly feedback on the Cambridge Writing Retreat website or Facebook page. If you're enjoying the poems, do subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating in the Apple Podcast app. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Oh, oh,